It's the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Dr. Automotive in Smyrna, Jay Mullins Jewelry, and Carpets by Osborne. Welcome back into the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. All right, Mike Woodward, the head football coach at Laverne's, join us today in studio. Coach, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you having me. Um, Well, um, an open date unplanned this week, and I was... Uh, you were scheduled to play at Antioch. Uh, unfortunately for those guys, they uh, had the, the COVID kind of bit on them. And, you know, so that game um, and talking with you off air before we went on now, uh, that will go as a COVID win for y'all and a no contest for them. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. So, you know, it's a region win for us. It, it does not count against them. It's not a loss. It's just uh, – just like what happened, you know, the game for them, the game didn't happen. You know, for us, we get we get the win because they're forfeit. But, you know, big picture, it's really unfortunate. We were excited about getting a chance to go out and, and play again. And, you know, we only get so many of those opportunities. You know, we're, we're, we're hoping or supposedly we're guaranteed 10 games, you know, and then you earn the right to play in 11th. And uh, so to lose one really hurts. But I, I feel like our guys still had a good week. Uh, we were focusing on ourselves. And like we talked about last week, offensively cleaning up mistakes, defensively. Uh, continuing to build and improve and I, and I felt like even when our guys found out that we weren't playing on Friday they still had a good focus of coming in and getting better and, and knowing it was just time for us to get ready for you know the next week yeah you know that's that's kind of amazing in some regards because as a player you get in a routine it's game week you're ready to you're ready to play and you know you're not going to play oh we got to go practice every day you know that kind of thing so it can maybe create some you know maybe lack of focus oh you know, without a doubt because like like you said it's a routine but it's also an excitement you know looking forward to friday to go out and compete and play again and then you find out on on wednesday afternoon that's not going to happen um, but, you know, we tried to keep the practice schedule the same, uh, again, just to try to keep us in the routine. Of course, Thursday was a little more intense of practice than what you would normally have during a week. But, uh, you know, just focusing on ourselves, I thought the guys really bought into that. And we talked about it back on Monday. So we really didn't change our perspective. We just continued to talk about getting better on offense and defense and, and, and cleaning up some of our mistakes. And I think we've made progress. And uh, now this coming week, we'll again start with the intentions of it being a a regular week and, and a regular Monday going in. Um, when you talk about cleaning things up, um, offense and defense, what are, what are those things? Those well, things? offensively, it's holding on to the football. You know, we've turned it over six times on offense and then another time on special teams in two games. And and uh, myself and our special teams coordinator, uh, Kenneth Honeycutt, we looked back at some numbers and, and found out that when we have the ball through two games, we'd only punt it three times. You know, we had scored seven, but then we turned it over six. So I, I just laid it out using numbers and told the guys, look, if we don't turn the ball over, that's probably anywhere from 24 to 28 more points. And in those two games, we lost by 24 points total. So, you know, holding on to the ball is crucial. And then defensively, just maintaining gap integrity the entire time and not feeling like you have to go out and, and quote, make a play. And going from week one to week two, I definitely saw an improvement. I mean, you can tell by the points given up that we got better defensively, 
but there were still times during the Seagull game where momentum had kind of swung over to their side and you could see we'd have a couple guys defensively who just were trying to do too much instead of just doing their job and trusting the guy behind them or the guy next to them to make the play. They felt like they had to make the play themselves and now we're out gapped and getting gashed. So it was just showing those guys um, those few plays defensively and, and stressing the importance of doing your job, trusting the guy next to you to do his, and that defensively when we do that, you know, we can be pretty good. That's kind of funny. You were talking about the, the fumbles. I saw a funny old quote today from John Heisman. So it was back in the day, and he's addressing his team, and he's holding a football. And, um, of course, he's being facetious. Well, he may not have been. I don't know. He says – it is better to die a young boy than it is to fumble this football. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. You know, you see all kinds of quotes like that, and you see the clips in movies where, you know, guys are carrying the football around with them all day long just to get used to the importance of it and, and, and keeping it high and tight. And, you know, of course, it's you know it's not one of those things. Of course, It's like dropping a ball. Nobody wants to drop a ball. Nobody wants to fumble. So I don't think it's a case of, you know, us not caring about it, but it's just in some case, it's a young kid making the jump from freshman all of a sudden to varsity and understanding that the speed is a lot different. You know, the contact is a lot different and it's, it's just getting comfortable and getting used to those reps again. Mike Woodward, the head uh, football coach at Laverne joining us today. Um, yeah, you, I, I remember back in the day, if somebody fumbled uh, all week long, they'd be carrying the football to class with them. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they do that anymore, but. But uh, and then you know that guy's catching grief, right? Right. You know, you know the the whole like in the movie the program. You know when they're out there trying yeah. to strip the ball from them all day in class. I don't, I don't think that would fly anymore because of the disruption. But right. uh, yeah, it's it's definitely very important. All right. Well, um, it's Smyrna week. Enough said there. And um, you know it's kind of weird. It it is a good. It's a great rivalry. But I, I, I do remember Stanton said, we got to start holding our end of the bargain up a little more. Uh, do you kind of subscribe to that, too, I, to make it maybe even healthier? I do. Um, you know, to me, a rivalry is a, is a case where, you know, two teams go in, and it doesn't matter what the record is. You know it's going to be tight, and either team can win. But this is my fifth year at Laverne, and we've had tight games, but we haven't won. And I know when you look at the history, it's very one-sided. So – you know, we need to find a way to close the games out. And I thought last year we had a great opportunity, and I thought we played well uh, for all but six minutes. You know, and, and I told our guys this ending the week on Friday. I said, I know who we have next, and I know the pressure there, and I know what you guys hear. I said, last year we had six minutes of bad football where guys just got a little nervous. We had a lead, and they were trying to do too much to try to go out and win the game themselves. I said, one person's not going to win this. You guys, we've got to stay tight. We've got to stay close together and, and play it as a family. Trust the guy next to you and, and let things happen. Don't feel like, because if you feel like you're going to go out and make the play and be the guy that wins, then, then we're going to be in trouble. But if you just trust in each other and we go out as a team every single snap, then we'll have a chance. Fun game to be a part of, though, I, I would think, as a coach and a player. Very excited about the atmosphere. You know, we're going over there. Um, I know it's going to be a packed house. It's going to be loud. You know, they're, they're definitely the best team we've seen up to this point. It's going to be the loudest environment we've seen up to this point. So, you know, it's going to be one of those it's going to be one of those Friday nights that it's what high school football is supposed to be about. So I'm excited for our kids to, to be in that environment. And, uh, you know, it should be a fun night. Um, you know, you, you look at their personnel, 
Uh, they've got a, a really good tailback, a veteran quarterback. They're, they're pretty solid up front. Defensively, they got some big guys that can move. Um, how big of a challenge will it be? Well, big challenge. I mean, like I said, they're the best team we've seen up to this point. Uh, you know, Matt does a phenomenal job over there. You know, they're running back. Uh, remember him from last year, and he he was very impressive. You know, last year. So haven't watched much of their offense yet, but I'm I'm sure he's bigger and stronger than he was last year. So he he's going to be tough to bring down. Defensively, their their front is a problem. You know that they've got four really good guys along that defensive line, and their their inside linebackers are good. And then you add into that the fact that it's just so hard to get to their linebackers because of how good that front is. You know, it, it's a major challenge and. Uh, they moved the Bailey kid from from inside backer to DN, and that just seems to have unleashed his athleticism even more. So he's he, he's going to be very hard to deal with off the edge. So yeah, we've we've got a lot of work to do over the next you know forty eight hours trying to figure out how to score some points. You got any of your younger guys that are like first year starters that have surprised you some? I tell you what, our inside linebacker Dre Sims, um, he's a sophomore, and he he had really. During the summer, we had seen he just has a maturity about himself that for, for that age, you know, surprised you. But we were always kind of trying to hold back our excitement and see, well, let's just see what he's like once we get pads on. You know, what's going to happen when we're really going and he's having to physically hold up against, you know, some of those guys he's going to see. And he has far exceeded our expectations so far for the first two weeks. I mean, he, I think he's got 34, 35 tackles through two weeks played great against Siegel last week uh, so as far as a sophomore being able to hold up in the box and do what he's done that's been a very pleasant surprise for us yeah I mean you see some sophomores that that come on you know at, at you know every team got them but there's not a lot of them usually it's that junior year in it before yes that. yeah and usually especially at 6a I kind of I remember what Bobby Knight used to say about basketball and about how for every freshman you start that was going to be so many losses and I kind of felt that way about sophomores at the 6a level just because physically you know a 15 year old going against a 17 or 18 year old you know just in most cases they're not going to be ready but uh you know especially when you're talking about somebody in the box an o-lineman a d-lineman or a linebacker you know and last year we got lucky um with elijah prather as a sophomore able to go in and play 15 games and play well on the o-line this year We've got a linebacker who's able to go in and, and two games in has played really well. So so we've been fortunate there. And we've got other sophomores who are who are stepping up also. D'Angelo Ryan's played well on the outside, you know, as a receiver and, and a defensive back. And Juan Cruz jumped in and had to play a lot of O-line uh, last week, you know. So we, we've got some sophomores who, who have really done well for us so far. All righty, Coach. Well, we've Appreciate you joining us as always, and good luck to the Wolverines this week. All right, thanks, Monty. It's Mike Woodward joining us today. He's the head football coach at Laverne High School. We'll take a break and be right back. Find and finance the right space for your business. Hi, I'm John Allen, commercial lender at the 3427 Memorial Boulevard location of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. Let me help you purchase, finance, or build a commercial property with local decisions, competitive rates, and friendly service. Our team looks forward to working with you as we grow this dynamic community. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes